Well, hey, good Tuesday to you with Prairie Public Music News. I'm Eric Detheridge. Joining Hillary Clinton among a list of women dropping out of Fortune Magazine's Most Powerful Women Summit taking place this week in D.C. is Brandi Carlisle. She announced that she too will not participate because of the inclusion of former Homeland Security Secretary Kirsten Nielsen. In a statement, the Grammy winner said, quote, I don't think that human rights violators and merit-based abusers of displaced people should be given a platform to, quote-unquote, reimagine history. The atrocity of family separation at our southern border needs to go down in history as one of the United States of America's most merciless acts, end quote. That from Brandy Carlisle. When in Rome, or in the case of Trey Anastasio, Eau Claire, Wisconsin, uh, do as the Eau Claire's do, well, last night he was uh, performing a show in Justin Vernon's hometown, and the Fish Man did a nice solo acoustic cover of Bon Iver's Towers. You can check out the results uh, on YouTube. Well, they influence everyone from Sonic Youth to The Cure to hardcore frontmen like Ian MacKay of Fugazi and Henry Rollins of Black Flag, Robert Pollard of Guided by Voices, and Johnny Marr are huge fans too. Wire, the post-punk UK band that have been together since 1977, are back with their 17th album, Mind Hive, in January. But you can check out their angsty new single called Cactus anywhere online. It is, uh, it's good. Good return from Wire. Well, there's something a little bit strange going on at the website of Aussie psych rockers Tame Impala. First, it's a dark screen, and before you get impatient enough to hop off, up goes a video of Kevin Parker recording a static noise at a studio and on a beach. So perhaps a new album tease for Tame Impala? Well, they've uh, already done that, really. What with the release of two new singles earlier this year, Patience and Borderline, plus an appearance on Saturday Night Live and headlining slot at Coachella. Tame Impala hopefully back with a new record next year. Ah yes, the nostalgic times when false information would spread uh, more slowly and organically rather than uh, instantly and viral. On this day in music history, October 22nd, 1969, Paul McCartney had to refute the rumor that he was dead. <laughs> in fact, he made a statement publicly denying that he was uh, no longer living. Now this uh, fake story that Paul was dead was started as a prank by a writer for the student newspaper at the University of Michigan, but man, the Beatles sure did leave some breadcrumbs, didn't they? Revolution number nine, of course the uh, Abbey Road cover where Paul was barefoot supposedly uh, uh, depicting a corpse. <laughs> yeah, there are some clues. I think they had a whole lot of fun with that, don't you think? In uh, 1969, wow, whole lot of love, the Lemon Song, the heavy classic Led Zeppelin 2 was released on Atlantic Records. Uh, in 2003, we lost a very gifted singer-songwriter, Elliot Smith, took his own life. Birthdays, I Fought the Law and the Law Won. The guy who did the rock classic original that The Clash later covered, Bobby Fuller and super talented roots rock singer-songwriter Shelby Lynn. And that is a wrap for Music News for Prairie Public. I'm Eric Detheridge. Rock on!